Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Goal Mile, proudly supported by AIB. Register at goalmile.org to make a difference. As we discussed last week on the show, the final publication of the Limerick-Shannon Metropolitan Area Transport Strategy has taken place. Limerick Chamber has welcomed the update, but they have shared concerns on what they believe still needs to be addressed and improved. And Sean Golden is economist with Limerick Chamber and he's on the line. Hello, Sean. How are you? I'm not too bad, Joe. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, So, uh, quite a comprehensive statement, but I notice you don't specifically refer to the NDR, the Northern Distributor Route. Why is that? Well, I I suppose, like, the Chamber has long been advocating for the LNDR, Joe, Um, but I think when it was excluded from the NDP or the National Development Plan review last year in the first round of the LSMAC, we kind of had to rethink what way we were going to approach it. Obviously, very conscious of what happened in Galway, you know, they spent years and years and heaps of money in trying to get their distributor road up and running. In the end, it was all for naught. So we kind of had to focus on what we thought were the workable solutions for now. And one of those was the Mackey Roundabout out by Finnegan's and Castle Troy. And what's happening there? So they're making road improve- improvements and safety improvements there, Joe. So from us liaising with members in the area, it was a key cause of concern for them that they had traffic backed up onto the M7 every morning um, for people trying to get into the National Technology Park. So that's one of the key improvements that we can get there in the short term in order to alleviate some of these issues that you might not have if the NDR went ahead. Yeah, it does happen at a number of the exit points off the motorway, doesn't it, around Limerick at peak times? Yeah, yeah, it does. And look, that's what happens when I suppose you, you have a a car-centric city like we have at the moment, and I suppose the LS Mass is trying to address that long-term by providing more public transport and more active transport as well. So, you know, if the if the plan is a success, you might see some of these issues petering out over time. But, mm. I mean, in the short term, you have to provide safe travel for, for everyone, you know. But your view is, or the Chamber's view representing your business members, is that the NDR is off the agenda, that it is a dead duck. There isn't government support for it, so there's no point you talking about it in statements. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's not an adhering to national policy, Joe. Um, there's a big policy at the moment, obviously, currently to get people out of their cars and into public transport or active transport. And, you know, while it's something that we would still advocate for, as I said, we have to focus on the workable solutions for our members, you know, and and not flogging a, a dead horse or whatever, you know. So it might be something that comes back on the agenda in the future. But for now, we're going to focus on those workable solutions and, and try to do what we can for them, you know. Right. Sean Golden is economist with Limerick Chamber and we're talking to him about the LS Mats, as it's known, the transport strategy. Now, O'Connell Street, very much in focus because of the ongoing works. They are paused until early in the new year and then we're not sure what the final date would be. But one of the proposals is that uh, you wouldn't have... A vehicular traffic other than buses uh, running both ways up and down O'Connell Street. What do you think of that? Yeah, so it's 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 probably something we disagree with the, the National Transport Authority on, Joe. Um, you know, particularly I suppose, you know, you turn that into a two-way bus corridor and it has a number of issues for, we'd say, the feeder streets along the side. And then you have the frequency of buses as well. I think it's been, there's been different quotes over time, but I think the last one, it was every 10 minutes. 
you know, on those high service routes. So when you think of people that are trying to enjoy Thomas Street, Bedford Row, and, you know, you have such frequency of buses that kind of sends off, you know, vibes of the Keys in Dublin where you often have bus congestion. Um, now, that's not to say you want to replace it with car congestion, but it's something that we would have, have concerns about. Mm. and see if it would actually yeah. be a workable solution for O'Connell Street. It is remarkable. I mean, a lot of people would have said to us that now that the works have paused and they are allowing two lanes of traffic up O'Connell Street at the moment, that, in fact, it's eased some of the traffic congestion that a lot of people would have noted from September onwards when schools returned. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it's, 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 it's all down to perception. I haven't... You know, I haven't noticed much of a difference myself. Um, I know the last time that I was on, we spoke about traffic congestion issues around town. Um, but then again, I'd always try to avoid O'Connell Street no matter what. But look, it, it, the improvements and opening lanes will always improve it in the short term. But I suppose the LS Max is the long-term strategy for mm. Limerick and Shannon I, and I, how we actually change how we, how we travel, you know. We're talking to Sean Golden, economist with Limerick Chamber, the business body. And I think you have concerns about Sarsfield Bridge and the plans there. We do, yeah. So this is something that we raised in our submission, Joe, um, our submission on, we'll say, the second draft of the LS Mats. And we obviously know that it's a, it's a, it's a key node into the city centre. Um, and we'd have queries as to if traffic isn't allowed travelling through there, how is it going to be picked up on the other bridges or where else it's going to be facilitated through um, now, obviously, we want to support uh, more public transport focus, more active travel focus. But at the same time, you know, you can't do everything at once. And we just we'd be interested to see what kind of data supports that in terms of being workable for the city centre and businesses going forward. Mm. You're also disappointed that the Foynes freight rail service was not expanded to passenger rail at the moment. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So when you think about where that line passes, Joe, in terms of the Raheen Industrial Estate, key node for employment, Patrick's Well, Adair, out to Fines, those areas are very, you know, there wouldn't be high density, but there's a lot of people living in those areas that could be picked up by this passenger rail that feeds straight into Colbert Station, you know, and it's kind of a parallel to the Parkine rail line that's on the opposite side that runs down by Corbally, you know, Ray Bogue, Bally Simon. So it would have been great to see it picked up, especially with the the Ryder Cup in 2027. Um, but it's not something that we're we're going to stop on. We're going to keep advocating for it because these are areas where people live. And if we can get it into public transport, then obviously better for everybody in the long run. Now, this is the final plan, isn't it? So is it for changing at all? Well, I think the operational aspects of something with Aaron Road Aaron could definitely be up for change. Um you know, I think this is kind of a high-level, longer-term strategy. So I don't think just because, you know, it's spread for the moment that won't change within the next 20 years, you have to think that this is out to 2040, and you would hope that there's some element of flexibility built into it, whereby if something is not working or something could work better, that it will be able to change. And, and I suppose and through liaison with the, the rail provider, we'll be able to understand that. And do you think that that would apply more generally to the transport strategy? And you know, thinking of Shannon Airport, obviously, is something else that uh, people are focusing on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. Like, it really depends on the operators, you know. Um, I think the big capital projects that are underlying in it are the ethos of the LS Max, which is really, you know, public transport focused. I don't think a lot of that would be up for debate. 
but the smaller operational nature items that we could probably deal with here locally, you know, might be. Um, but it's something that we we'll keep we we'll keep liaising with providers and to see if we can we can change it for the better of the region. Okay, Sean Golden, who is uh, Chief Economist and Director of Policy with the business body Limerick Chamber. Thank you very much for your perspective on LS Mats, the new transport strategy, which uh, its final form has been recently published. Your views, your news.